I have open on my screen in front of me an invitation from the UBC Astronomy Club to join them tomorrow, the 29th at 8 o'clock in the Rose Garden on UBC campus for Comet Observation Night, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to view Comet C 2022-E3-ZTF, which has been dubbed the Green Comet. Here to tell us more is Dr. Jeremy Heil, a professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy at UBC. Dr. Heil, Jeremy, good morning and welcome. Good morning to you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's great to have you with us. I heard on the radio coming in this morning that this comet has not been seen by humans in about 50,000 years. Is that correct? Yeah, so as the comet was coming towards uh, the sun, they figured out its orbit and its path on the way in, and it looks like it took about 50,000 years to get from its farthest point down here. So it would have, the last time it came through the solar system would have been about, or this part of the solar system, about 50,000 years ago. But we don't know what it's going to look like on the way out. As it's come through the solar system, uh, it's interacted with the different planets gravitationally, and it may never come back. Ah. We don't know yet. So is it now the invitation to join you and the rest of the Astronomy Club tomorrow night at UBC in the Rose Garden to see the yes. Green Comet? Uh, we're expecting fairly clear skies, Jeremy, which is fantastic. Have you been yes. able to, are you watching it already with your equipment or are you waiting well, for a first look too? Well, I've been wanting to see it and, uh, and it's not been clear, but this morning indeed it was clear and I got up before the sun came up I, at home, I don't have any equipment, but I can barely make it out with my eye without any equipment because I knew, knew where to look for it. Right. Um, so it's, it's, uh, if anyone wants to look, uh, you know, the mornings are really good because the moon isn't up. In the evening, you'll definitely need equipment like binoculars or, or a telescope to make it out. Ah. But it's, it's near the dipper part of the Little Dipper for if, if people have an idea of where that is, I can describe it more if, if your listeners would be interested. Okay. How about, a, how about a, a clue or two as to what direction to look, for example? Oh, sure, sure. So the, the Little Dipper is in, in the northern part of the sky, and it's, uh, and it's the constellation that contains the North Star. So, if, if you, so it's about looking north. It's about, in the morning, it's about almost directly above, almost, but uh, a little bit to the north of directly above. Okay. A and uh, to find the Little Dipper, if people know that the constellation, it, it, they, these two constellations, there's the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. Sure, yeah. And to me, they look like ice cream scoops, maybe, because we don't use dippers so much anymore. <laughs> That's right. But, but if you look at the... The, the stars at the end of the Big Dipper, we call those the pointer stars, and they're in the sort of scoop part of the Big Dipper. And you can follow them, and they'll go up across the sky to the North Star, which is on the handle of the Little Dipper. Right. And then if you look along the Little Dipper in the scoop, there's some pointer stars. And for the next few nights, those pointer stars are going to point to where the comet is. Ah. And the comet this morning was sort of one scoop length away from the scoop, 
and tonight it'll be two scoop lengths away from the scoop and uh, and then every and then tomorrow morning three scoop lengths and so Sunday night tomorrow tomorrow morning tonight uh, and then also Monday it'll be clear but each day the comet will move a little bit further away from that scoop as we look up to find this uh, this uh, phenomenon, will, yes. we, will we be looking for a moving object, Jeremy, or sh- will it be stationary looking? It'll be stationary looking. So it, it's moving this distance across the sky in a day. So when you're looking at it, it, it doesn't appear to move. With your naked eye in that area of the sky, there's no other stars that are as bright as it. Uh-huh, so okay. if you do follow these directions and you kind of see something vaguely there, it's so faint. It's in our uh, in the city. It's very hard to see. Uh, but then with binoculars, if you point in that direction, uh, it'll be easier to see, and it'll basically look like a fuzzy patch. But if you find the fuzzy patch, let's say tonight, and then go look in the same place tomorrow Won't night, be there. It'll move along. Ah. Just follow the, 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 the instructions. So that's kind of a neat thing because, uh, you know, other than the moon, the moon moves each night. But this thing is moving fast across the sky because it's coming uh, near to Earth and it's also moving fast. It's, gonna, it's about a third of the distance between the Earth and the sun from the Earth right now. So not close to be worrisome or anything. But as far as the solar system's concerned, it's pretty close to us right now. Certainly a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. If it's been 50,000 years since it came close by, needless to say, none of us are going to be around next time, if ever, it comes by. So ever. Great. This might be your last chance, That's even right. if you live forever. That's <laughs> right. Jeremy Heil, thanks very much for this. We appreciate the, the, uh, the directions on looking yes. up to enjoy this phenomenon over the weekend. All right, great. I uh, good luck. Thanks very much. Clear skies.